Hello, What's Bruin fans. UCLA basketball is once again the Pac-12 champions, and home field is celebrating with all new apparel for Bruin alumni and fans of all ages. Head to homefieldapparel.com or the Home Field Apparel app to purchase these limited edition UCLA offerings, including new T-shirts, ringers, crewnets, hoodies, joggers, and more. Get 15% off with the code WHATSBRUIN23. Hurry, these items are available for a limited time only, and they will sell out. Yeah, we got UCLA yoga shirts. We got UCLA women's basketball shirts. We have other UCLA stuff related to the men's basketball and uh, tournament madness. Guys, what uh, jumps off the page for you guys? Well, I definitely can see myself becoming Zen with the UCLA Bruins yoga tee on, uh, showing off Joe Bruin uh, getting his Zen on there uh, underneath the palm trees. Yeah, that was a pretty cool one. Mikey, uh, we got home field you know, last year around this time. I still love my uh, Bruins shirt that I got. Uh, what do you see that jumps out of you? Uh, they, they just have a lot of new stuff right now. Uh, and what, what's great is the fact that they have – they, they focus on a lot of the vintage logos. Yeah. I have my old-school Joe Bruin uh, crew neck sweater. I love it. It's, it's thick and comfy, and it's beautiful, but – their designs, they, they've really upped it this season. So, you know, check them out. There's a lot of different stuff that covers many different I see one on baseball sports. as well there, too. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's awesome. So, homefieldapparel.com or the Homefield Apparel app, uh, 50% off with the Bruin, What's Bruin 23 promo code. That's What's Bruin 23. So, go over there, get that stuff. They also have uh, stuff for other teams as well, too. I saw some new stuff for SC, and then they also have just there's just a bunch of schools represented on homefieldapparel.com, and it's a lot of like I said, they they go digging for the vintage stuff. Uh, Mike, it was funny uh, you you responded to that tweet. Uh, the homefield apparel team was like digging through the UCLA archives, and they found the craziest picture. Oh my God, that of, was hilarious. Uh, that was great of Joe Bruin. Uh, it was it was insane. It was like a it was like a it was true cocaine, to life. It was cocaine bear before cocaine bear. It was insane. I can't imagine that's going to end up on a shirt, but if <laughs> it does, all, but... hey, you might want to buy it. Yeah. So yeah, once again, homefieldapparel.com. What's Bruin twenty three is your promo code. Thank you. This is Maurice Jones Drew, and you're listening to the What's Bruin Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for West Coast Bias. The show brought to you all the way from the best coast. It's the West Coast. Bias, that is. Oh yeah. Hello, welcome to West Coast Bias. I'm your host, Jason Arnold. I'm joined by my good friend, Jamal Artis, at Chaps Pompa 1015. Jamal, how are you doing? Hey, how's it going? It's good, man. It's good. So this is What's Bruin Show Network, and the show is West Coast Bias, and there's a lot of great shows on one great feed, uh, but uh, we are wbwestcoastbias at gmail.com if you want to email us, and I think the substack is like wbwestcoastbias.substack.com uh, if you want to go see us there, and we appreciate your support. Now, of course, Jamal, uh, the biggest news of this week in my mind was the fact that I got to go to the Powell Gasol uh, Jersey Retirement Night, and um, it, was a, it was a fun night. Uh, thank you very much. Sorry I couldn't take it with me, Jamal. Uh, sure you are. Sure we're not, you are. We're not too offended. Um, but it was a fun night. And, it looked uh, fun. I mean, I watched it on TV. And the Lakers won the game, which was awesome, right? I mean, I know, you know no John ja Morant, but then again, no LeBron James. So F yeah. you, Memphis. <laughs> wow. You know? Uh, it was good. AD's playing like a freaking champion right now. Uh, they got over on the the, the Warriors the the game on before. Sunday, yeah, Steph Curry's return. Got over on Steph. That was yes. good. So I mean, you know, things it, are looking good in Lakerland. I think there's what relative to how they were looking. I mean, they're seven and three since the since the trade deadline. 
and uh you know they've got a little modest like three game winning streak you know for a while there they were five and five but yeah i just i have to say about that game and the ceremony it was fitting that anthony davis put the team on his on his back again he had a big man which we both love the big man of the laker that's legacy right. that's right. um putting the team on his back and 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 getting them that win against memphis and it was just awesome to see Pau Gasol honored in that way um i thought his ceremony was um it was pretty emotional um, obviously because of his connection to Kobe Bryant, but it was just pretty awesome to see his name lifted to the rafters. Um, Kobe said it, wouldn't have won those two championships at the end of his, uh, there in t- 2009, 2010 without him. Um, and all the people that came out and Jimmy Butler flew across the country and for pretty people, cool. Yeah. For people wondering, it was like, why is Jimmy Butler? There's like, they were teammates with the bulls. And it, I think it says something that, um, a team he's not so much associated with, um, but that still created amazing teammates right. because he was such a great guy. Exactly. It's just one of those things where they say nice guys finish last. No, he was a nice guy, a competitor, a uh, tireless worker in the middle um, for those Laker years, getting honored rightfully. Um, there was a discussion on the on the Patreon about whether he deserved to be up there with the other guys, and, and, and not just on the Patreon. That, that was like some there was some oh, really? bubbling some, about that. Oh, okay. no, I mean yeah. it's obvious. The guy's gonna be a Hall what of is Famer. your yeah? I mean yeah, he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. The rule for the Lakers is if you make the Hall of Fame and you've contributed significantly to the Lakers, then you get your number up there, and that's what he did. He was there for um, almost seven seasons. He was there for seven years, but um, almost seven seasons. Uh, because he was traded in the middle of the 2008 season, um, but yeah, he was—he's such an integral part of those championship teams, um, to the point where it's like you can make an argument that I saw someone say it's fitting that Kobe's number eight is next to Shaq and his number 24 is next to now Paul Gasol. Because, I definitely see that. Yeah. yeah, because those were the those those were the two big eras in that time when they were winning championships yeah. in the 2000s. They spanned the Kobe. Era. Yeah, yeah. They, you know that they spanned the, the, his best teammates were there. So it was just it was just awesome to see it and how much it it he seemed humbled by it and uh, I just like that he he got what he deserved. Um, you know, and the next stop is the Hall of Fame. So that's that was just awesome to see. I couldn't agree more and yeah, for anybody that was questioning whether or not he deserved to be there, you know, I I just would point to the fact that he was one of the, you know, original, you know, we one of the like the the first international guys that really broke through. Yes. He was a really good player in Memphis, never won a playoff game, came to the Lakers, immediately turned them into a title contender. Right. They went to three finals, yes. won two of them. He was the best player uh for a lot of those games, yes. right? Uh and I would argue that, you know, like I said, Kobe definitely was the best player on the team. Kobe definitely was the leader, quote-unquote, of the team. But to me, it was like the Shaq-Kobe era. It was Shaq 1A, Kobe 1B. And in the uh, uh, Powell-Kobe uh, era, it was Kobe 1A and, and Powell 1B. And neither one of them would have won either of those titles without the other. You right. know, uh, Sporting cast uh, you know, aside, those two were the big guns on those teams. And just for that reason alone, I think that his uh, jersey should be up in the rafters just for the controversy he made to the Laker team right there. And then you add in the international yeah, uh, stardom. He might be the greatest player of his country's history. You know? Yeah, exactly. And then you add in the, the years he had in Memphis, uh, you know, b- being the best player on that team for, you know, five, right. six years or whatever his career year, was. All those things. Yeah. And then also being one of the all-time great guys. Yes. But there's just no getting around it. Yeah. He's one of the all-time great That's guys. That's what everyone said. And when he was in L.A., I was it was it was sad because I, I loved you know, Shaq. Shaq's my favorite player of all time. Uh, but of guys that I watched live uh, and of guys that I've watched as a Lakers season ticket holder, 
That was my favorite, I think, because I got the tickets right when Shaq left. You know, you was you wonder how I got Laker tickets? Well, it's when Shaq left. Nobody wants Laker tickets anymore. Uh, you know, uh, Kobe you moved up the list. <laughs> moved up the list dramatically, and I had a chance to buy tickets. So uh, of that time, you know, I've been a season ticket holder since whatever two thousand five or, or something two thousand four two thousand five. Uh, uh, I think that's right. And um, Pow is, I think, my favorite player the Lakers have had in that time. And and. Very cool. I got to go to the ceremony. Jamal, we went to the banner ceremony yes. uh, after the, the pandemic. Yes. And we were like underneath the banner when it was yes. being unveiled. That was pretty fun. And I was in my normal seats this last time. I'm, I'm not a big baller down in the lower bowl. I'm up, a, I'm up uh, in the 300 level. But I had a very nice view. Uh, it was right across to my right, uh, the unveiling. And um, I got to see Powell's great speech, which I guess they didn't. Did they not have it on? The broadcast? Did you get to watch the... Yes, on the Laker broadcast it was on. Oh, so they did broadcast on yes. on uh, uh, Spectrum. Yes, yeah, Spectrum Sportsnet. Oh, darn it. Now I'm mad because I taped... Well, I guess they're probably still going to play on Spectrum 9,000 times because yes. they have to have content. But um, or, I taped uh, the TBS, I taped the TNT feed, you know, because uh, uh, I figured they would, they would play on there too. But anywho, I, he gave a terrific speech. I, uh, you know, I definitely was uh, emotional when it was happening. And um, the, the, the Lakers gave away some sweet merch for everybody had a, a oh, yeah. very nice quality pow jersey on their on their seats uh when i got there because they moved the game up a half hour and i was late very upsetting uh about that very upset about that but someone had snagged my shirt so i had to go to guest services to get my two jerseys but it, they did give them to me you know, lakers cool. first class organization of course but uh, it was just a nice night and they topped it off with the win so that was that was pretty good yeah. um before we get on to just these current lakers uh, a couple of little odds and ends that I've heard kind of batted around. Um, are there any Lakers of your, you know, of the past that are due to have their numbers retired? Or are we kind of current with the current standard in your opinion? We're current with the current standard. I mean, you can make an argument that Bob McAdoo, he's in the hall of fame, mm-hmm. but his Laker time was only, um, I think it was only like four years, but like three and a half seasons. Because he was again, I think he got signed like a week before Christmas, nineteen eighty one. Yeah, uh, for the eighty one eighty two season, helped him win a championship. Obviously, helped him go to two straight finals after that, and then helped him win a championship in eighty five. And then he was gone. That's the only guy you could, with the standard that they have, that you can throw in there. I'm happy. What do you him. think about the standard? I think the standard's stupid because just, we just had this. You know, the Dodgers just finally broke their standard. To, to Fernando Mania. Fernando Mania. I think somebody like Michael Cooper, I mean, the guy's the only other guy, if you think about it, Michael Cooper, I mean, uh, uh, Kareem, Magic, and Michael Cooper are the only guys to win five titles in the 80s because everybody else kind of in and out work. Michael Cooper is just like, if if I was a Laker uh, brass, that's the number I would want to put up there, me speaking, um, just to show how you could be a great contributor to the Laker legacy, the Laker family, but not necessarily get the accolades. And, and Cooper's like a borderline Hall of Famer anyway. Yeah. And when you look at it, he's a five-time NBA champion. He's defensive player of the year, yes. five-time uh, all-defensive team. Yes. I mean, uh, three-time all-defensive second team. Yes. Uh, you know, after that, uh, you know, he really is, you know, he's a guy that's on the fringe. Yes. And by the way, two-time champion uh, coach, yes. right, in the WNBA. Yes. You know, you'd think that, He'd get a little bit of the boost from there too. So, like, right. why the hell isn't Michael Cooper in the Hall of Fame? By because the way, because of, of the raw numbers, you know, it's hard to justify. Uh, in these... Wait, uh, I'm sorry. Is Dennis Robin in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Okay, yeah. F off. I mean, well... <laughs> honestly, F off. Is Ben Wallace in the Hall of Fame? Yes. I think he's probably in the Hall of Fame, right? Yes, he is. I don't know that for sure. I'm kind of pulling he out is. my ass. No, he then is. What the ever loving fuck? 
Be, you know, different times. If Ben Wallace in the in the Hall of Fame, then Michael Cooper should be in the Hall of Fame. Different time. I agree with you because that's you some know, bullshit. You know who said was the, the, the one guy who could defend him was Larry Bird. Larry Bird said hey, Michael get Cooper the fuck was out of yeah, here. Yeah. I, oh my god, that's nonsense. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you know, nonsense, Jamal. I, I, hey, if Mitch Richmond can get in. I think uh, no, no, no shit to Mitch Richmond because he was pretty cool. Um, if he was I in, think I saw a Mitch Richmond statue when I was in San Francisco over the weekend because there was a, a wacky sports bar right by Union Square. Oh, really? And there's a statue there, and I'm like, and there's a guy in a Golden State uniform, and the girls were asking me, like, who the hell is that guy? I'm like, well, it's it's obviously, you know, I'm like, I think it's a run TMC guy. It's not Chris Mullen. It's not Chris Mullen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure about that. No, uh... <laughs> pretty sure it's not Chris Mullen. And I was like, is it Mitch Richmond or is it Tim Hardaway? And I'm like, it's not Tim Hardaway. And, you know, uh, so it must be Mitch Richmond. <laughs> so by process of elimination, I think I got the Mitch Richmond, but I'm not positive. It might have just been a generic fucking mannequin uh, that they stuck on top of the sports bar, but whatever. Anywho. Yeah. Um, yeah, Michael Cooper needs to be in the NBA Hall of Fame. I agree. But and th- retired by the Lakers, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think he should be retired regardless of the rule. I think that's the one guy a lot of people say, well, what about Fisher and Ori? The Fisher and- one I don't see at all, right? Because he is in no way, shape, or form in any way. No. Never an all-star. An all, a, a Hall of Famer. He wasn't, like I said, he wasn't even an all-star. Never an all-star. He's Never. an all-time Laker favorite. Yes. But not a retired guy. Yes. Not a retired guy. Yes. That's like saying, you know, it's like, 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 like I would retire Big Shot Bob. Yes. Before I retire, before I retire Fisher, and we're not retiring Big Shot Bob. No. So I mean, yeah, yeah. The Fisher argument, I just it falls on completely deaf right. ears but to me. Cooper has the Cooper. Yes, Cooper's got the resume. Yeah, like where the hell is he in the Hall of Fame? Well, there's some bias sometimes. It's nonsense. I tell you, this is why we call this show West Coast Bias because <laughs> of the gigantic East Coast bias that these guys. It's unbelievable. They would never. We should start it right bias. here. Okay, uh, everybody, write a letter to Adam Silver yes. right now. Michael Cooper should be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. What is wrong with you? Yes. Not that he's in charge of that. No. I don't know who's in charge of it. Who's in charge of the Hall of Fame, Jamal? The the Springfield NBA Hall of Fame. All right. Basketball. We need to write letters right now. We're yes. going to start that campaign. Yes. All right. Uh, okay. Anyways, on to the Lakers. Yes. Of now, not the Lakers of the past. Right. They're looking all right. Hey, seven and three since the since the trade deadline. They're literally a game. They're a fun team to watch. They're a game out from fifth place. We're not even talking sixth place anymore. Solidly yes. in the playoffs right now. Yes. Because they have a whole game lead in the yes. playoff play-in race. Right. At the moment, they would – would they host – I think they would. No, no they're 9-10. No, they're, they're, they're 9. They're number 9, right? Well, if they snuck into number 8, they would at least get to host a, uh, a play-in game. Yeah. Um, and that worked out well the last time. So, um, I mean, literally, though, if the Clips, the Warriors, the Timberwolves, the Mavs drop a game and the Lakers win a game – like now they're tied for all the way up to fifth. It's yes. insane. Which it's is possible. Insane. It's possible because some of these games were some. Um, I forget his name, Trevor. What's his name from? He's written a lot for uh, for the Trevor Bauer uh, for no for, Trevor Ariza for the SB Nation. Whatever his name is, the SB Nation site. Trevor Simons, the yeah. the leader of like some frat at Long Beach State. Sure, exactly. A friend of my friend of my family. There you go. Um, he literally will put. Hey, would you if you were the president of a frat? Would you allow your frat to buy a dog? Uh, that's a lot of upkeep. No? A lot of upkeep. Yeah. Not a good decision. No. This is the type of decision we expect dumb you, 19-year-olds to make. Yeah, you'd have to find the one guy who'd be willing to actually take care of it Turns out the it's time. the frat president. Now he's responsible for the stupid dog. <laughs> exactly. It's ridiculous. Cute dog, though. Um, I was going to say, there's just like this thing where he like posts, like, oh, these are the scenarios that the Lakers need, and he puts a check mark when everything falls. And sometimes it's like five things. Like, Utah has to lose to... Uh, to Charlotte. Charlotte hasn't won a game in 15 tries or whatever. You know, they're falling apart. 
you know, uh, the Clippers have to lose, um, you know, the game. The the Warriors have to lose, or the Warriors are playing the Timberwolves, and either one loses is great. And then all those things happen, and it's all weird and wacky. Charlotte will win on a last game winning shot. The Clippers will lose in triple overtime after scoring 195 points, and and the Warriors or Minnesota wins. And it's just been happening for the Lakers that somehow there's they still have a dog in this race. The problem, Jake, is. They keep falling a fucking part, like yeah. like you know, high ankle sprain for uh, for D'Lo after they trade for him. Yeah, he's out for five games. They don't have a point guard. The offense is topsy turvy again. Obviously, LeBron is hurt. They got a backup. And will LeBron come back? Yeah, will LeBron come back? That's the crazy. You thing. know, they they got a backup for for uh, for Anthony Davis. It's Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba has a high ankle sprain. They have to reevaluate him in four weeks. It's like that's brutal. It's like why can't this team? Uh, catch a break when it comes to these things. Nobody else is falling. Okay, that's not true. But <laughs> where's Gary V at? Yeah, where's Gary? Yeah. Bring him back. Where's Mister Miyagi to rub his hands on their sore ankles and like, yeah, get the weird green powder from part three that nobody talks about. You know, yeah. it's like ah, it's so frustrating because it, when this team is fully healthy and they're like, we don't know. You don't, you don't know what you're going to yeah. say. They've never played fully well, healthy. I think they played like two fully healthy games, everybody. Mm-hmm. And then they like turn into one of the best defensive teams. Yeah. It's funny. I saw a metric where it's like um, when Vanderbilt and Anthony Davis are on the floor together, they only give up like 99 points. Like, like their defensive rating is like second when yeah. those two guys are on the floor. It's like if this team was fully healthy, like you just have to give uh, – um, Palinka credit for on the fly making a trade that we all wanted to make back in November, um, but he figured but, it out. But he figured I it guess out. It right turned out for the best. Yeah, he figured it out. Except the they also. dug themselves a fucking yeah. Hole. The hole was so big. Yeah, uh, but somehow they figured it out. And so at this point, you just have to say you have to say in regards to the other teams that they've been around, they've been winning these games. They're, I mean, the Pelicans, Zion Williams not coming back. I know they've already beaten this team a couple times without him. Kevin Durant, yeah, just got hit by the sniper. Two, two out of three. Did you see that? Two to three weeks. Yeah, an, uh, an ankle injury. It's it's, yeah, it's like Doncic was uh, ginger the other, you know, walking gingerly. They're not winning their game. Jamal, like, you bring up an interesting point, and that is they still have games to play. Yes, but I'm going to go down the schedule. Right, very compelling sports talk. But we're going to go down the schedule, right. and we're going to count up what we think the wins are going to be here. Okay, all right, get, uh, get a little pen out and yes. get a little piece of paper out. All right, the Lakers right now, they stand at 32 and 34, two games under 500, 34 in the loss column. They got 16 left to go. All right? Okay. Let's go down these and see if we, we say win or lose. You got a column for both of us? Mm-hmm. Okay. So next up, tomorrow night against Toronto. Home to Toronto. Win. Yeah, me too. Win-win. New York. Loss. I'm going to say lost, even though uh, their guy isn't playing that they traded from from Dallas. Um, at the at the at the, the the Pelicans, win, win, at Houston, win, win, home to Dallas. That's a push, but I'm going to say loss. I'm going to say win because they own Dallas. Come on, the Magic, win, Phoenix, I'm win as well. Loss. I'm going to say lost two, even though they got no Durant in that game. I know, but I just don't think they have enough firepower. I I, I feel too. They're not going to win every game. OKC. Win. Got to have revenge on OKC. Win. Back-to-back, home and away to Chicago. Ooh. Home win, uh, away loss? I'm going to say win-win. You're going to say win-win? Why not? Minnesota. D. Russ will probably be playing that game. That's a win. I mean, he's coming back uh, against Toronto, so that's a win. Win Win-win. 
Yes. Or just win. Houston at. Oh, that's a win. Tank and ass Houston. Yes. And then by that time, Tank and ass Jazz. Win for me, too. Yeah. Uh, win against uh, Utah. Yeah. At. It's not hip to clip. Loss. I think I take an L, too. And then home to Phoenix and home to Utah to finish up the season. Loss, win. I agree. Okay. Loss, win. Let's go there. All right. So, and I think. So Jake, you're at 12. I'm saying they're finishing 12 and 4, baby. You're 12 and they're 4. They're going to finish like eight games over 500 or some shit. You're saying 12 and 4, yeah. and I'm saying 10 and 6. Either way, that's yeah. a pretty good finish, right? Yes. I and mean, that's, a, that's a pretty damn good finish. 42 and 40, and you're giving them two more wins. So you're like, and of course, we're right about that. Yeah, 44 and, yeah. I think I need that them to get there in order for me to cover my overbet uh, as well from the beginning of the season. I don't know. I might be selfish in that regard. But um, the, the bottom line is that, that schedule, regardless of how you want to handicap it, doesn't seem super daunting right. to me. It's Even without LeBron, yes. it's a manageable schedule. Yes. And so at the very least, they're going to maintain this fight. Um, but you heard the names on that list. They had a couple against the Suns. They had Timberwolves in there. They had one against the Mavs in there. They had one against the Pelicans in there. They got to win those games for sure. Yes. You know, they got the and they got the Jazz and the Thunder who are behind them right. that they're fighting against. That's the bulk of their games are against the teams that they're that they're in competition with. So yes. I mean, you got to win those games. It really sucks they lost that Timberwolf game, Timberwolf game um, you know, but you know, or last week or whatever. But they 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 have. I think now, I'm fairly confident they're going to be in the plan at least. Yes, now I, they I, have they're some mad team. potential to get to to get out of the plan, which would yes. be real nice. You know, yes. they're a playing team. Yeah. So I mean, hey, let's do it. Yes. Why not? And then, <sighs> without LeBron, the ceiling is not there. No, they're they're getting. I mean, maybe it's a competitive seven game series, or they're getting swept depending on who they're playing. But worst case scenario, even if LeBron doesn't come back, right? Which would be the worst case scenario. Well, I mean, the worst case scenario would be LeBron doesn't come back and then the Everest like blows an Achilles is yes. out for a season and a half. Yes, yes. All very predictable. That could yes. happen. That yes. could happen. It could easily happen. But assuming that. Anthony Davis survives to next season. Um, they, they're pretty set up. They, even though if the, if the end of this season doesn't go well, like next season we can be very optimistic, right? Assuming that Palinka doesn't blow up the team again. Yes, which is interesting. You know what's funny? The best part about the uh, not the best part. The best part about the pow ceremony was pow. The second best part was the awkward conversation I witnessed from you know five hundred feet away. Of Palinka and Marcusal, and they kind of like awkwardly, like yes. you know, like hey, fist bumped or whatever, yeah. and kind of arm around him. And then like Palinka just at some point decided to like just vanish because yes. his part in the ceremony where he had to be in there for the photo op, it kind of disappeared. But I was like, yeah, that had to be awkward. Yeah, well, was. I'm sure he was like, it was Vogel's fault, not mine. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Oh, God damn it! Why'd they blow up that team? Anyways, um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, regardless, there's. Uh, they can make noise. A new hope. Yes. For the Lakers. They can make noise. Nice. And everybody else seems to be dropping like flies, too. Nobody's healthy, so. And do you think that, um, do you agree with the opinion of legendary, horrible columnist Bill Plaschke, the worst columnist probably, the worst sports of columnist? the highly uh, respected uh, sports columns in L.A. Say, history? Visible. It's like the worst of the, yeah. I guess, apparently the best. Yeah. I mean, Plaschke just sucks. He's always sucked. He still sucks. And he'll suck. Until he retires. Right. And then he'll suck in retirement. Uh, you know, I forgot to mention, he's going to be... Uh, but he thinks they should trade Le- LeBron over the offseason. you with him on that? No, because what you're going to get for him. And they're towing the party line of LeBron will never be accepted in L.A. Are you... No, that's no. bullshit. It's, 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 why do we... All you had to do is watch that night when he w- broke the scoring record. Everybody was hyped for that. No. 
So annoying. Yeah, and Anyways. all you got to do is watch what everybody was freaking out about when he hurt himself against Dallas and when he was limping afterwards. No. I have both my fingers crossed that the Lakers can just stay intact for an offseason yes. of And LeBron. just come in gelling and figuring things. Just do that. Yeah, just work on the margins and and please. Just so we're some... rooting against oh, yeah. oh, a Kyrie please. trade. I don't. Not even. Even if Kyrie was 25 and he was back-to-back MVP and he said, I want to play for the lakers i would not want them let's not do that yeah let's not do that all right good all right well uh go lakers then uh jamal what else are we talking about um no dodger stuff i mean it's still spring training there's the world baseball classic Uh, it's just dumb it's a money i saw mookie and uh, will smith in the uniform it's pretty sweet yeah i mean the uniforms look cool even like they showed um because he's representing canada they showed freddie freeman in his canada jersey i Mm -hmm. was like "Mm, i might rock that even though you know as a cal alum you gotta take off that red shirt yeah red shirt i agree um but no real news. It's still spring training. I mean, it's Suck at Stanford. I mean, it's twenty one. I can't believe we're twenty one days away from opening um, uh, opening weekend because, of course, this year's at the end of March. But um, not much to talk about at the moment. Where would you be happy with the Dodgers finishing this year? In just get in the, the tournament. West? Who cares? Get in the tournament. That's you just so your final wild card. Eighty eight wins. Just get in the tournament. I mean, we just saw it last year. I mean, it was just the dumbest experience. It's the dumbest thing in the world that baseball allows all these teams in now. Who do you think is going to win the division? I still think it's the Dodgers. Yeah, you the, think they, they still have it over the Padres? They still have enough depth. They have pretty good pitching. And no one's in the guard's been pitching okay um, in spring training, or as okay as you want the guy to, uh, for a guy who's uh, been a question mark because of health and things like that. And now that he's looks like he's fully healthy, he's throwing in ninety eight again. So. I'm I'm super happy with that because it was 94 last year when the Dodgers were taking off on him when he was an angel. So yeah, <laughs> you know. So, but no, I I think the other big story that's it. You know, it's funny because it happened right when I got home from leaving last week's podcast. The uh, the Kings traded Jonathan Quick. Oh yeah, how do you feel about that? Um, in the moment, I was I was emotional uh, and like any and irrational. I was pissed. I couldn't believe that we actually sent him out with a first and a second um, as well in order to get, uh, I'm going to screw up their names, but the the first guy is Yaroslow, who's the goalie that we traded for him. This was to the to the Blue Jackets, Columbus Blue Jackets, Yaroslow uh, Carpisolo, um, or Corpy, as they're calling him, Corpisolo, um, Kopi Corpy now. And then the other guy's name is Vladimir, uh, insert Russian name, um, we uh, Garkinov or Garinkov mm. that we needed a. I've been saying all year they needed a defenseman. I'm fine with the moves that they made. It made sense. Um, they weren't going to re-sign him if he was coming back next year. It was his 16th year. It's just not the way you wanted it to see it to happen. Um, and so far, Corpy, as I'm going to call him, is two and zero since they've you know he's kind of stabilized things because it, it Jonathan Quick has not been having good. A good year this year. He was he stabilized things last year. Got him into the postseason. Played well in the postseason. Um, problem was that the Edmonton Oilers were just better. Um, this year might be a different story. I don't know if it means they're going to win a Stanley Cup, but it was just kind of the moves you have to make. Unfortunately, sports is a business. So, but I but okay. So on that night, I tweeted out these number thirty two is the greatest number in LA sports, in my opinion. And I tweeted it out that night. And then the very next night when they were playing and they were discussing it, my tweet popped up there <laughs> where I said that that uh, Jonathan Quick will have his number 32 in the rafters, and he will. It'll be another set of, just like Magic has it up in crypto, Jonathan Quick will have number 32 up there. But it was 
pretty surreal. Very fun. <laughs> yeah, it's funny to have your tweet pop out and then everybody tweeting you or texting you or trying to let you know. And I'm like, I'm at work. I didn't even get to see it live, you know. But you got a good picture of it. Yeah, I got a couple of good pictures. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. But yeah, yeah, it's sports is a business. I mean, the Kings traded Wayne Gretzky. The Dodgers traded Jackie Robinson. I can go on and on about guys having to be sent out um, because sports is a business. But yeah, in the moment, I was pretty emotional. You know, uh, I'm glad I didn't throw any FUs or middle fingers in, in my tweet. <laughs> Turns out, yeah, it worked out. It worked out. So, yeah. So that was, that was actually the other big news. And and you know what? So far, since the, speaking of trade deadlines, this is a trade deadline, the Kings are 5-0. and oh. <laughs> Well, there you go. You know, and making a push to try to win the division, not just get into the postseason. All right. Well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And it's he'll no get fun. A, he'll get your statue at some point, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. He'll get, he'll get retired. I mean, everybody said it afterwards. He's the greatest goaltender in Kings history, and he's got that legacy forever. And Once again, going to Staples Center for the uh, – Retirement of Powell's jersey. And you saw the Dustin Brown statue. Once again, being at Stable Center and walking around and looking at all the cool stuff or whatever, yeah. being inside the, the actual arena and looking at the rafters and looking at all the Lakers stuff because you can't not look at it because it's there and omnipresent and all that stuff. Yeah. And then you look the other way and you get all the King stuff. You know, you get the purple and gold jerseys and then the silver and black jerseys. Yeah. And you see uh, up in the far corner, you see the WNBA stuff of the Sparks. Yes. And what you don't see is any of... Clippers Anything stuff. for the Clippers. Yeah. They, they they might as well not exist. Well, and guess what? They don't at Staples or the Crypt or whatever you want to call it. Nope. And they're building their new building. It's going to have lots of toilets, apparently. Yes. And <laughs> F you, you should have built it in Seattle yes. because no one cares. Or my friends, <laughs> my friend, you know, because uh, back when they got the Kawhi Paul George coup when, when Kawhi effed over the Lakers. I know. We were going to get Clippers tickets so we could watch we the Laker Clippers games. <laughs> and they wouldn't let us buy Clipper tickets because we wouldn't promise not to sell them. Yeah. So, once again, the second-rate flea bag organization of the Los Angeles Clippers, I'm sorry, it's just not your place. Nope. Get out of here. Leave town. You're going to build this place in Inglewood. The only time people are going to go to it are going to see to see the Laker games, to see the you know the the, the Warriors come to town. Right. Good luck with that. See Doncic, Luca. Good luck with that. Yeah. You know, you know all all the Kings fans, Kings fans who want to the go. county, yeah. go to the Kings games. They yes. fill it up. It's sold yeah. out. It's yes. a great crowd. Yes. You're not gonna have the Clippers. You have like three thousand people there. Yeah. It's hip to clip. Yes. Apparently. Don't raise prices because you're gonna be in a oh my God. world of well, hurt. Oh, oh, the point I was trying to make is, yeah, we were gonna buy tickets and they didn't want to sell them to us because we wouldn't promise not to sell them. Yes. Guess who started getting phone calls about, oh, you want to buy tickets for the new building? You know what, Clippers? No, I don't. <laughs> F you. Yeah. F you. Yes. F you. F off. F you. Yes. All right, Jamal, do you have anything else to say? Uh weird news and notes. The Rams apparently are just dismantling their team. They they agreed Stafford. To, well, Stafford gone. Well, Stafford might Almost. be traded. They agreed to let Bobby Wagner out of the out of the contract. That's a shame. The, you know the most consistent guy. Um, there's talk of Jalen Ramsey getting traded. I That's mean, a shame. I mean, it's really weird what they're. I mean, I know why because the salary. You know the NFL salary cap and all that stuff, and and they're trying to recoup probably some of those draft picks that they lost trading for some of these guys. Well, that but, picks don't mean shit. Yeah, whatever having to fuck them picks, but I mean they won their Super Bowl, so. They did. You know, if there's one organization that could probably rebuild on the fly like th- that they did, hey, the Chiefs were able to do it. Of course, you know, it helps when you have Mahomes on your team. Um, but if there's a team that could probably build on the fly, it might be the Rams. Um, and, you know, nothing is guaranteed in the NFL. Teams 
you know, everybody goes through these weird cycles when it comes to uh, to their salary structure, drafting, all sorts of stuff. So we'll be we'll see. It's being pretty interesting. We went from run run it back to uh, y'all need to go. Thank you for your contributions. Um, you know, um, we'll see you at the uh, anniversary of the Super Bowl win in uh, five ten years. <laughs> you know, seemingly but, fair enough. Uh, again, it's a business. That's right. Yeah. All right. Go bolts. All right. So, uh, <laughs> uh, do the Chargers? I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's hard to uh, talking about not. I just having a I just ranted about the Clippers, <laughs> yeah. and I understand that certain the Chargers might be in a, in a similar position, but you know, they're not nearly as classless. No, although they're like, trying. They're trying. Yeah, they're trying. <laughs> they're trying. And they got Justin Herbert. That's yeah. good. So all right, they got some faces. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jamal. Um. You have anything else? No, that's it. All right, good. So then, uh, thank you uh, once again. Homefieldapparel.com or the Homefield app. The code is What's Bruin23. Call the hotline 805 394 WS Second Yes. Thank you, Jamal. I should have paused there. And uh, Jamal, until next time, what do we say? We're the West Coast. We're the best coast. We are West Coast Bias. West Coast Bias. Dude, bro, we place a ball on the West Coast. <laughs>